You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can find out more about me and my work on my website, which is mimifootnip.com. I've got links there to my socials and uh, subscription sites for videos. If you want to watch some of my videos or all of my videos, really, it's like I they once they're posted there they're kind of there forever so I've got thousands of videos on OnlyFans, Avian Stars, you can buy clips in the clip store clipsforsale.com and where else can you find me? Did I say YouTube? I have a YouTube channel um, and I just started on a website called Sext Panther that allows us to talk on the phone you guys. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about pedal pumping. It's like the old you know like 90s phone sex operator kind of concept but we can chat about pedal pumping and you know i I don't know i'm super excited i'm super excited about this anyway link to that on my website as well mimifootnip.com all right so this week on the podcast we are talking about brake failure videos and i have made a couple attempts in the past to film and edit brake failure videos but to be honest, they weren't really that great. Uh, they're on OnlyFans and Avian Stars. If you want to dig back into the archives, you can still see them there. But, um, you know, my first attempts, it's kind of expected, right, that they're not going to be that great because I'm learning. But I've been just feeling the itch lately to try again and, you know, work on improving my brake failure videos. They take a lot of time in editing. So I think that's one of the reasons I've just been stalling and kind of dragging my feet on it. But I really, I really like the damsel in distress aspect of cranking. And I feel like brake failure also has that element to it as well. And I feel like it would be a really interesting thing for me to explore from that perspective. So I put together a six minute brake failure video, which I posted to clips for sale and I posted it there at the lowest price that they allow me to sell a six minute video for, which I think is $5.99. And I'm hoping you'll send me your feedback and tips and ideas for improvement. I don't have a Hollywood studio, but I do want to improve and I do think there is room for improvement. I feel kind of vulnerable putting this out there, so (laughs) please be kind and constructive. You might be wondering why I didn't post the full video for free on YouTube if I want feedback, but you know, honestly, YouTube is... I mean, there's a lot of great people on YouTube, but YouTube is full of assholes. I'm just going to (laughs) like... say it like it is YouTube the comment section on YouTube is just awful I mean some of you really make it sweet and wonderful and I love you for that but there are a lot of trolls on YouTube not just on my channel just on YouTube period and honestly I I'm more interested in feedback from people who actually buy content and and not just trolls that are trolling around leaving shitty comments on videos uh so I'm going to put this video, the break failure video, in the queue on OnlyFans and Avian Stars for all my subscribers. It'll be available for purchase on Clips for Sale. And 
I'm going to send a free downloadable link to my patrons on Patreon because you guys are my most trusted fans. I know that you'll be helpful and kind in your criticism or your constructive feedback. And that's what I need. I need uh, trusted sources of kind and helpful feedback so that I can make my break failure videos better and better and better until someday I'm the queen of break failure videos. Uh, that's that's a lofty goal. Probably <laughs> I won't be able to achieve that just with my little one person show here. But um, but one can dream. One can dream of you know break failure perfection. I think one of the hardest things about being a content creator is is this, is putting out a video and I'm excited about it, but then it gets rejected or it just falls flat like it, or gets negative comments or nobody even says anything. Maybe like there's no reception. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. I, and I'm not saying this so that you'll sugarcoat everything. It's just the reality of, of being a fetish model and a con content creator is that not everyone likes the same things and not everything I do turns out great or turns everyone on but but here I am trying to get it right and I'm trying to evolve with my work and grow a thick skin and I want to thank you for coming along on this journey with me I I could not possibly do this without you. I couldn't. You really do make it all possible for me to be able to be part of this community and create pedal pumping content. And oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for the community. And I'm so grateful that I get to do this kind of work. I freaking love it. Okay, before I get too emotional, let's go to a quick break and then a break failure. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Before I read an email, I want to welcome my new patron, MF, along with all the other patrons. Thank you, Not a Golfer, DBM, Michael, Old Dirty Bot, Riker, Jim, Joe, Matt, and Tevin. You guys are amazing, and I, I just really love your interactions and how you comment on each other's comments, and it just it's such a cool community. So thank you so much for being a part of that with me, and welcome MF, and welcome any new any new people. If if that sounds like you know your your vibe, you want to come hang out with us on Patreon and get access to additional podcast audio for me where I sometimes go into more personal details or I reflect more deeply on the topic or emails uh, you can check out patreon link is on my website or go to patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast all right so today's email is from patron Riker and he sent me this actually after I talked about break failure months and months ago, and I had some questions about it, specifically like, does break failure promote violence against women? Because ultimately, you know, the, the, the scene ends with an Im implication of a car crash. And this was his response. 
I wrote earlier about my early childhood experiences and discovering how images of women driving turned me on. I also explained that the damsel in distress scenarios in particular got me the most excited. Women struggling to start their cars and or stop them and the buildup of emotion and energy was intoxicating. So much that I began to create my own content to satisfy these desires. Like the TV shows and most of the movies, the women never got hurt and they always either got out or walked away unscathed, which is fine. That was never the point for me and I'll get into that in a moment. With the advent of the internet and the ability to create custom content, I watched the break failure stories evolve and we have seen the narratives get more specific as well. I remember seeing my first break failure video that included tampering. The scene in the beginning where someone cuts a brake line with the intent of setting the innocent driver up for a wild ride. You would see these in soap operas and telenovela brake failure scenes to reinforce that the bad person is really bad. For me, these were unnecessary as many scenarios could happen without tampering. However, there is a part of the brake failure community that finds this to be a necessary part of the narrative. I have also found that a lot of these folks are the ones ordering the customs, so you get them quite often. I can't speak for them, but my guess is that it's not a matter of wanting to see the female driver harmed, but rather foreplay for the scene itself. Tampering is an outward indicator that a brake failure scene is coming, and as such, it teases the viewer and gets them excited for what will come next. For me, brake failure is a combination of the arousing images of women's feet on gas and brake pedals and the swing of emotions that come when things go awry. In the content that I create and enjoy, we see the woman having a good time driving. She loves the feel of her foot on the gas, and as such, she drives with great enthusiasm, sometimes even recklessly. I enjoy the pleasurable emotions of a woman pushing her car to the edge and imagine that this is pleasurable for her as well. Then we see the emotion go from this pleasurable high to confusion, disbelief, anger, and then yes, anxiety, as she is no longer able to control what is going on. The tension continues to build within the scene until the inevitable climax, which is in many cases, the crash. For many of us, the climax is the key and in that moment isn't about the woman, the situation or what may happen next. It's the culmination of energy that makes it satisfying. In short, brake failure is a metaphor for sex. It took me a while to figure this out, but for me, it is undeniably true. You get some foreplay with a setup that you know will lead to something you desire tampering, buying a shitty car, driving on a winding road, etc. The protagonist is enjoying the experience, perhaps even getting bolder and showing appreciation as things move forward. Then there is a moment when things start to get real and the tension begins to build. The pumping of the brakes starts off slow and methodical, but then gets faster and harder. The energy of the scene builds. Things get harder and harder until they can no longer be controlled and the climax occurs. The dialogue in a brake failure also mirrors a sexual encounter. Phrases like, come on baby, or please stop, which is really don't stop, flipped. Along with the panting and groaning that comes from pumping the brakes even harder make the scene work. Too much dialogue, however, can kill a scene just as too much or no verbal response in sex can kill the moment. 
A stuck gas pedal is a great device to lengthen the scene and allow it to grow and last longer. As such, the use of a stuck gas and the unique foot movements that come with it, lifting the pedal up and pumping down on it, is something that I truly enjoy and like to add to my content if I can. You can also achieve the same thing with unusual events like a hacked or possessed car or glue on the pedals. Then there are customs where there is no climax. The woman miraculously figures things out, pulls over, and then calls a friend or mechanic to discuss what happened. These customs usually involve a reenactment of what just happened while the car is stationary, pumping the brakes while telling the story. While these are fine for whomever ordered them, they feel like pulling out to me. Until you mentioned your feelings, Mimi, I never thought of the woman beyond the climax. In my head, they were always fine, even if the end depicted a crash. Again, this was never about really hurting anyone, but now I appreciate the concern or misconception that the crash ending can create. I love being challenged about things as they help us grow, and I'm starting to change my end scenes to be a little bit more ambiguous, a fade to white or something else so the viewer can reach their own conclusion. So that's my story. This is my fetish and how I feel about it. You can choose to feel about it however you want. I only ask that you try not to judge others from it. The small brake failure community I am part of are some of the kindest, most supportive people I know. They help one another out, provide editing tips, and would never want to see any of their models or women in real life truly get hurt. I will endeavor to do the same for others who share a, a kink I don't understand. So long as nobody gets hurt, the more open we can be about our sharing, our desires from a place of understanding, the better this world becomes. Riker. I got to catch my breath. That was a long email. Thank you so much, Riker. Uh, so lots and lots to say. I have a lot of thoughts about this. I 100% agree. Uh, I think I'm, I'm open-minded. I think that I'm curious. I think that I ask questions out of curiosity and exploration, not, uh, I'm not looking to judge people. I don't want to judge people, although I do. I mean, when people do things that are in violation of other people or other creatures, uh, I'm not okay with that, but, um, I, but I, but I definitely think that there is far too much kink shaming going on in the world. And I think it's one of those funny things where like everybody's got kinks or turn-ons or I mean just to maybe to varying degrees and maybe some are just more interesting than others but come on like human beings are incredibly varied in their sexuality like and and I mean and that I'm including in that group like asexual people as well I mean sexual there's so many different sexual identities and and kinks and it's just the diversity of human experience is fascinating and beautiful and I agree with you 100%. Let's embrace it. Let's keep it safe and enjoy ourselves, right? And share our desires and and link up with like like-minded people who share the same kinks and desires and we can have a great time together you know I'm, I'm all about it I 100% am behind those those feelings that you that you expressed so eloquently in your email more eloquently than than I am right now actually uh 
I want to go back to the beginning of this email and you were talking about how the damsel in distress and the, the buildup of emotion and how it was intoxicating, you know, that it was like, and that break failure is kind of like, um, kind of like a metaphor for sex and how it, there's this energy that builds and builds and builds. And then there's the climax and, and then, you know, you say, Oh, I never really thought about the woman beyond that. And it kind of makes me imagine like a guy climaxing with a partner and then rolling over and falling asleep. Um, and I know that's so stereotypical, but I also, um, know that sometimes I do that. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we all do, right? Like you expend a lot of energy in sex if you're a person who has sex and then you are tired and just want to crash. Um, and I guess that's, that is a metaphorical for brake failure, just even the word to say, I want to crash <laughs> after a <I> climax, <laughs> meaning crash, go to sleep, not crash my car. Anyway, uh, maybe I can, you know, share more details about that on the Patreon extra audio when I when I review the and edit this podcast. I'll I'll always have more to say. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I can see how damsel in distress, kind of that energy. It's like a frenetic energy. It it starts off um, maybe kind of bold and flirty and. Uh, some foreplay and then turns into this like crazy frenetic energy that explodes in a, in a climactic car crash. I mean, it totally makes sense. And I feel like the, the brake failure community has completely stepped up and helped me to understand uh, more about this kink. And, and I'm so glad that they have, because then I've been able to also share on the podcast and educate other people who may be in the pedal pumping community that perhaps don't understand brake failure or are also have questions about it. And for my, for my listeners who are not necessarily, um, who don't necessarily have a pedal pumping fetish at all. And I know you're probably thinking people are listening that don't have a pedal pumping fetish. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some friends who listen to this who are foot models. Shout out to Cute Webbies and Gothic Waifu. I know my girls are listening. And um, they, they, I think Cute Webbies, I know, has done some pedal pumping. You can check her out on YouTube. And she has a free OnlyFans, too. Um, and Gothic Waifu does more censored content. But I know, you know, foot models, I can see in my what is it called? Like the analytics of the podcast that there are females watching or listening, I should say. There are females listening to the podcast. And my guess is that not everyone who listens has a brake failure kink or even has a pedal pumping kink. So it's good to just get this info out and, you know, let people know what's up, right? Even if it's not your thing. Education around sex and sexual preference and kinks and all of that is a great way to kind of start chipping away at the shame around sexuality. I don't know, at least in American culture, we have so much shame when it comes to even just, you know, quote unquote, normal sexuality is just imbued with shame in our culture. So and then you get into some like 
fun, kinky stuff and people just freak out. So here we are on the podcast trying to share our experiences, be educational, be compassionate, be open-minded, supportive, and really seek to understand. So yeah, it's been a journey for me because when I watched the break failure video genre, I think, well, you know, she's going to crash. Like <laughs> what are, are guys getting off to like this woman crashing her car? And now I have a much, much deeper and richer understanding. So yeah, the break failure community is small and mighty and uh, just a cool group of people. So thank you Riker for, for all of your, um, feedback and tips you know we kind of go back and forth behind the scenes you've given me a lot of tips and ideas and suggestions and stories and lots of good stuff um storylines i know that not everyone's brand of break failure is the same and so what you like might not be what the next person likes but there's room for everything i think you know there's there's room for for all the different flavors <laughs> taste the rainbow baby <laughs> also you talked about tampering and that's another thing that i've always you know kind of questioned like it's there's like this feeling that that the woman is being tricked and betrayed and like like you said like it's to represent the real like the bad guy that is really bad and doing something so terrible like in a telenovela or soap opera to like cut the brakes and um and so it just feels like it has this kind of evil like evil villainous vibe to it and you know it feels like harming someone hoping to harm someone for your own erotic pleasure I don't know like to me that crosses a line but as you describe it as foreplay it makes a lot more sense I'm like oh of course it's like foreplay or even maybe we could use the word foreshadowing right it sets up the scene it's not necessarily that like someone who enjoys that kind of content is like gonna go you know to the parking lot of some you know supermarket and cut everyone's brakes and watch them drive away and crash into other cars um, <laughs> I don't know I've I have actually become a little bit paranoid about my brakes and my car I mean I shouldn't say paranoid that's a stretch I've become aware of how vulnerable I could be or at least I perceive that I could be like what if some what if someone really wanted to see me crash my car? Oh my gosh. And you know what, you guys, speaking of my car, I um, took the Jeep out the other day. I I pulled it out of the garage and the brakes were squeaking so much that I just drove it right back into the garage and thought, mm, next time I, I got to make an appointment with my mechanic and I, I'm going to have to very carefully drive this over there because, you know, there's no light that comes on when it... it when it needs brakes or whatever like I definitely need to have the brakes it, it needs new brakes I can hear that it needs new brakes so I, I've been thinking about you guys and kind of freaking out um <laughs> like what if I really have a crash in my jeep oh my gosh that would be terrible that would be uh, 
that'd be bad. And somebody did request a break failure video in the Jeep or said that they'd like to see that. And it's definitely something I would consider doing. Maybe I can even um, include some of the squeaky, I'll record the squeaky break sounds and, and make that, um, make, make it kind of like part real life and part embellished uh, break failure video. I mean, part real life, meaning uh, that I'm driving my my Jeep to the mechanics because I can hear that the brakes are squeaking and um, and then the brakes actually like go out and and then there's a brake failure in the Jeep. I think that, I don't know, I'm just kind of like brainstorming on the fly on the podcast. I don't know, what do you guys think? Let me know if that's something you'd want to hear. But yeah, like tampering, buying a shitty car, driving on a winding road, something that sets it up for foreplay. It's not necessarily like being malicious. It's just a setup for foreplay. I can see, I can see that. It's like, you know, BDSM, people are into things like spanking or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not to be evil and mean to like hit someone. It's consensual and they're, they're into it. Like this, before the scene is set up, everyone agrees to, the parameter so I could totally see how tampering fits in it's a valid kink and you don't need to you don't need me to say that for it to be valid but I guess I'm realizing for myself like oh yeah okay it that's what it is it all makes sense now and I really appreciate the brake failure community explaining this to me if you have a a kink for brake failure you probably haven't analyzed it I mean maybe you have maybe you have but um, I know some of the reactions that I got, people just felt offended. Like you're judge, you're being you know judgy. You know you're giving the. I remember somebody said that I was giving the brake failure community a bad name. I was like, I am. I don't mean to. I and I and I actually apologized on a later episode of the podcast because that's not what I want to do at all. I I just want to understand it more, and you guys have really helped me to understand it more. And I think that, you know, has helped me to feel like I want to get into making these videos. It's like cranking. I really, I really do like playing with the damsel in distress character, that part of me, kind of allowing that part of me to come out and play because, you know, in my daily life, I'm, I'm, privileged I have a great life I'm not like in distress I'm not in I don't live in a situation that where I'm like experiencing chronic distress where it's you know unpleasant it's a part of me that can come out and play and I get to express it in my work and and you know and it's also a certain kind of pleasure to me knowing that you're enjoying it and um yeah, maybe I'll talk more about that on Patreon too because it's kind of personal. But yeah, it's definitely um, something that I enjoy. And I think that brake failure has some crossover, you know, with cranking and the damsel in distress thing. And I think that's what really is attracting me to the brake failure genre. I just need to learn how to edit really good and get more uh, expeditious about it and keep making videos. I think I I just need to practice makes perfect, you know, just keep doing it. I mean, I look back at some of my early 
cranking videos and I realize, oh, you know, I mean, they're okay, I guess, but I feel like I've, I've learned, you learn as you go, right? You learn as you go. Um, Riker also sent me a story and it's quite long. And I think that I've gone on long enough for this podcast. I think I'm going to just record this story and put it on Patreon um, in the coming weeks. And I will also at some point maybe put share some of it on the podcast. It's quite long, so I'm, I'm not going to put the whole thing on the podcast. It looks like a great story, and I, I look forward to narrating this one. Thank you, Riker. I also want to thank Riker again. I've mentioned this several times over the episodes of this podcast, but Riker contributed the music, the opening music and ending music for the podcast and I love it and I just want to say thanks for that too Riker and I hope you all have a great weekend ahead or week ahead whenever you're listening to this thank you so much for being part of this community thank you so much for your valued input on break failure email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com with your thoughts and feelings or your reaction to this episode or if you want to just share your own pedal pumping stories or experiences with me or if you want to talk one-on-one hit me up on sext panther you can find all my links on my website at mimifootnip.com thank you guys so so very much and until next time 